What happens when two idiots give life advice? Explore unrealistic situations and give random topics more thought than they deserve? It's Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Welcome to Randomosity with Sean and Mark on today's episode, a new segment, The Problem Solvers. We also have High Five, Low Five, and we're going to talk about Saturday morning cartoons. Woo-hoo. So how are you doing today, Sean? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Hey, you know, we added some new listeners uh, in Germany, uh, also in yeah, uh, Ireland. Cilantro. Uh, what? Cilantro? No, I don't like that. Uh, I'm just bring <laughs> that off my... Uh, And then uh, we also have uh, uh, Great Britain. Top of the morning to you. That would be Ireland. Oh, that would be Ireland. Right, right. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Do we want want to discuss why this may sound a little different to everybody right now than it normally would? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. We we had uh, a situation with uh, the COVID and we wanted to uh, uh, do our broadcast remotely. So we're at two different studios uh, recording this. And, uh, you know, we, we hope the sound quality comes out okay. But if not, well, that's why. Well, you know, my studio's uh, my shed out back, you know, so it's. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still in Studio R. So we're, uh, <laughs> we're okay. All right. So uh, outside of uh, what we've discussed, let's talk about uh, our weeks. Did you have a good week? Yeah, you know, I, I had a fairly good week. Um, wasn't bad at all. Uh, I did have an interesting thing. I was driving to the store. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's idiots out there all over. We, Especially and, 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 and we're us. Yeah, and we're, us. And we're part of that. But uh, so I'm driving along, minding my own business, and some, some guy just cuts me off. And, you know, you, you know, you get mad when, when people do that. It's like, why did you not look? Did you not see me? You know, what's the deal? But here, this is what makes this guy the grand idiot. Okay. <laughs> he was selling his car and his phone number was across the back window. Oh, so how many prank calls has he received now? Well, you know, I took the high road on it. You know, this could be great show content if you want to give me that number right now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Let's give it out to all the listeners, and then they can just make some phone calls as well. No, I won't do that. But uh, that, I just thought that was – I thought, you know, just getting cut off is one thing, but if you're going to cut somebody off, make sure your phone number is not plastered yeah, I mean, on the back. That, that's how that stuff happens, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I – yeah, to me, you know, it's just like you're, you're begging for some kind of phone call. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I d- hey Sean, I did get a weird text from you this week. Oh and I yeah, was, yeah. I so, was just trying to try to understand what you were actually saying. So here's the yeah. text. I'm, I'm bringing it up right now, and it said um, <laughs> llama PP, and then then another text comes in and it says the, and then the last part of this text said P. Wow. So the, what happened obviously was my, my pocket, my keys were in my pocket with my phone and they clearly were trying to communicate to you. Uh, is that what it was? Well, I, I wonder what, what they were trying to is. say. What code is that though? Llama PP the P? <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's, it was kind of a, kind of a strange uh, text. Yeah. So I was just, I was wondering, I, you know, I think that was, I, I think that was I, while I was out with my buddy who, uh, 
uh, was in town. So okay. I think, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it Are you saying your buddy got the phone and no, he... no, 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 Mike would have sent you much, much worse. Hi, Mike. By the um, way, he's he's yeah. the one on the uh, on the Facebook that uh, voted for you to win the superhero draft, which I think is bogus. But, yeah, uh, and, and, and and I and I actually won the superhero draft, which surprised the heck out of me. Yeah, I, I, I did. You were going for the popularity contest, and you won it. Two of, I, I two guess of my good friends voted for you. I, I got to have a talk with those people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't know how that happened, but it did. I, I really thought Jim was going to win that. So I thought Jim wow. would too. I thought yeah. Jim would too, but, um, and Jim wanted to be with us today, but, uh, he was unable to because he had to go back home to Virginia, uh, for, uh, business and family stuff. So, uh, he was unable to join us for this one, but he has said that he will be back for another episode at some point. Right. Right. And I do want to thank Jim for joining us. I think he, he gave us a whole new uh, depth to the show for the shows that he was on. Uh, I enjoyed the knowledge we got of the, the, uh, the, car, the comic books. Uh, I really love those pictures that he's got, that, that Wolverine skeleton. I got to find a way to either make one of my own or come up with enough money to buy his. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, just, it was a blast, and I'd love to have him back anytime he wants maybe to if you get that. Maybe if you get that... Um that edition of Thor, the comic book one he's yeah. looking for, then may, he might think about trading. I don't know. That's, that's uh, yeah, we'll, just we'll a see. thought. We'll see. Jim, uh, you know where to hit us up at on uh, Facebook. Um, oh, also, you want to talk about our new uh, form of communication, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're on Twitter now. Uh, Twitter's really nice because we can do polls and stuff like that. And we did add the superhero poll to that, uh, that platform as well. So we're on Twitter at randomosity pod and we're also working on instagram aren't we yeah yeah we're working on instagram uh we technically have an instagram right now if you go to it you're going to see a whole lot of nothing but uh it is it's the same uh same name uh at randomosity pod uh look for that uh we're going to be adding to it uh it's just going to take a little time we're we're new to this uh not new to social media but new to this particular form of social media Right. And with the Twitter, we've got that all up to date. So it goes all the way back to the beginning. So um, you can go and, and do that um, as well. In fact, I'm going uh, to try and get a screen cap of this for the, uh, for the gram here. <laughs> if I can remember how to do that. Oh, well, technology. Oh, well, right? anyway. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> hey, I did something for the first time tonight, Sean, since, you know, we're doing this kind of at a different time than we usually do. And, and uh, I did something uh, a little uh, I, that I hadn't done before. I cooked swordfish. I grilled it. Nice, it, nice. It, it, came, it came out really good. Did um, you have to fence it first? I did. I had to fence it and uh, had to, to knock that sword off and uh, <laughs> go from there. No, we, we had some uh, swordfish steaks. I, I know people don't really care. Hey, but I think, I think it's good. I think it's fun. No. Uh, so let's see. Uh, what do you have going on? Anything? Uh, well, like I said, my buddy was in town over the weekend. Um, so we, we went out to dinner, had a couple drinks. It was nice. It was fun. Apparently, that's where my keys decided to send you that SOS text. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was in town. We had fun. I uh, had a little bit of an issue the next day, not because of the drinking. but uh, So I was, I was out of commission the next day. But uh, yeah, besides that, everything was good. All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. So we want to make sure you're following us on Facebook. 
at Randomosity with Sean and Mark, and also on the Twitter at Randomosity Pod. And hey, you can share your questions with us. You might need some life advice, and hey, we are here to help. And uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review. And um, as of this past week, we are on Amazon and Audible. All right. All right. Yeah. Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. Amazon Prime. We're Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Two-day delivery. No. Two-day delivery, yeah. <laughs> we show up at your house and do the podcast if you order us through Amazon. Yeah, do it live right at your house. You don't, you uh, don't want that. No, no, we're the house guests you don't want. That's right. So I tell you what, Sean, new segment. Mm-hmm, new segment. Let's bring in the problem solvers. If you have a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Sean, I don't think we can legally say that. Oh. The, the problem, problem solvers. All right. This is a, a new segment to our program. Uh, it, it gives the listeners a chance to ask us for help and life advice. Because, you have, know, we are so qualified to do that. They have not listened to the intro, have they? Uh, probably not. But, no, no. Yeah. All right. Okay. The first one, uh, first one comes from... Uh, uh, one of our listeners, Bob, and he says, no one in my house likes the same type of milk. Some like skim, some like vitamin D, and some like almond. It's really annoying to buy a bunch of different kinds of milk. What should I do? Okay, so what oh. should, well, I mean, can you, can you? Well, there's buy- only one kind of milk that you should buy, so. Yeah, whole milk. Yeah, whole milk. Mm-hmm. But, so uh, so how, how, do we, how do we help Bob out here, though? Let's see. What happens if you just add water to milk? I mean, that's not going to help him with the D milk, but um, that'll get him his 2% in his skim, right, if he just starts watering down the milk? Uh, yeah, 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 I guess yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, so skim milk, though, that's really the point. That's just white water, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, that's what some people like. I don't know. Mm, yeah, um, well, just pour water on your cereal. I don't know. Now, as far as like the vitamin D milk, I guess you can buy vitamins and mix them up in there, right? Right. Well, I guess, but I, you know, I guess all the milk has some kind of vitamin in it. I don't know. It's like, true. It's just, you know, I, I still think that whole milk, here's what you do. Mm-hmm. You just say that they're out of every kind of milk, okay. except for whole milk mm-hmm. or whatever kind you want, Bob, you know, uh, and, and just, you know, let them know that and, and, and say, oh, they were out. And finally, they'll just forget to ask about it and you know you can move on with life there you go you wear them down just wear them down there you go um Mm -hmm. as far as the almond milk and stuff that stuff's not too too bad although you know i I just kind of question where that comes from you know there's there's you know you know you got to get a little bitty stool a little bitty stool and get underneath yeah and And you have to you know milk the almond i guess the yield isn't that great on that I, i would think not it would take a lot i would think so what if it would be a pretty big herd of almonds? So what if he, with the milk thing? What if you got his own herd of cows, and you know fed one cow vitamin D, uh, mm-hmm. one cow's just the control. It's it's the the whole milk, uh, and then you uh, you know put the other two cows on diets, so there's not as much fat coming through the milk. Then then you got something. No, that's true. That's true. I wonder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the way. It might to be a little more expensive. Life. That's the way to yeah. solve your problem. Buy livestock. 
That's right. Buy livestock. But yeah, it might be a little more expensive than what you were trying to do in the first place. <laughs> Again, listen to the intro, folks. This shouldn't surprise you. <laughs> All right. Uh, going to the next one. Uh, hey, Rodney needs our help. Okay, Rodney. Yeah, and he and he writes, I need help. Yes, you do. Yep, and we're here. Mm -hmm. uh, when I get off work, my wife wants me to call her on my way home. We have a three-month-old baby, and my wife doesn't get a lot of adult conversation time. Uh, as soon as I get home, I'll know I'll be on baby duty until we lay him down. Uh, how do I reclaim those 20 minutes to recover from work without hurting my wife's feelings? Okay. So, so, so what I'm getting from this is, he he must have a 20 minute drive from work to home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so he's, uh, you know, he he needs, and I get that that downtime. And sometimes just driving in traffic is just a bear in itself. Oh yeah, yeah. We've all been there on that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I see her point too. That you know she, you know, would like a little bit of that conversation before he gets home and. Because then it is, it's back to the baby. And mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, you say they relocated the office and uh, you get it. Well, no, then you just have to talk longer. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, you, you've, you've come up with it. You've hit it right on the head, I think. Okay. You're going to have to, you're going to have to move. There you go. Move. Yeah. Then you talk for 20 minutes and then you still, you know, move an hour away and mm -hmm. then you talk for 20 minutes and you still have your time. There you go. So either move I mean, the I, office or move the house, either or well the family, not the house. The fam yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think you can do anything else, and you know you don't want to hurt your wife's feelings. Obviously not. No, no. We don't want anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, th I think that's that's the answer to that one. Then, but, I mean, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I think that works. I think that works. Yeah. So yeah, move the office, move the family. You got your time back. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else you can do. I mean, you know. I, I don't know that you could really sneak out once you got home or sneak off to yourself or well, you, you sneak out once you get home. Oh, I really got to use the restroom. Uh. Yeah. You, you sneak out once you get home, you're buying yourself a whole new set of problems though. Oh, that, that is true. Hey, that is you know what? True. That would load him up for our problem solver segment. He could just keep uh, filling us in on that. See? So that's true. So, so keep us up to date there, Rodney, and see if that moving helps out. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe you could like, <clears throat> walk to work too maybe you wouldn't have to move you could walk to work and it would take longer to get home ride a bike ride jog a bike. yeah i'm not jogging but you know it's you know are segways still a thing segways <laughs> <laughs> yeah they got those one of those things called the they're not uniwheels what are they called i can't think of what they're called uh, oh unicycles well not well no that would be <laughs> now i just get this picture of <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what Rodney looks like, but um, I'm just picturing a guy riding a unicycle on the way to work, and that's just the best thing ever. Yeah, and if and you know if you want to if you want to take up juggling while you're at it, that would be uh, even better. I think. I think he could get some ex extra income if he learns to juggle and ride the unicycle. That's right, and then say, I, I really I I have to juggle while I ride the unicycle, honey, and I, I I can't call you. Well, and I think that's a requirement. If you own a unicycle, you have to juggle while you're on it. I think so. I think, I think that's so. A law. I don't think the pedals move unless you're juggling is what it is. Oh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think maybe maybe that's the answer. I don't know. We've we've ruled out the moving now and now we're saying, you know, 
learn to juggle and ride a unicycle and does he have to maybe wear, that's the way you go. Does he have to wear face paint? Oh, that's a good question. Um, wear, wear, wear a hobo outfit, any of that? Wear a hobo outfit. Can you even say that? I, yeah, I get. I just did. I don't know. Yeah, you just did. It. <laughs> um, but you know, clowns—they wear the—they wear the old hobo outfits. And so now we're having him change his job totally. Well, I mean, but you know, you gotta—you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, no, that's true. That is true. <laughs> you can't uh, tell yeah. me that that wouldn't be a more entertaining job. You can't. I mean, uh, to a degree, maybe it would be. I don't know. I don't know if you'd make more money, but gosh, you'd be having some fun. That's true. It's kind of like being podcasters, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got one more from Mike. Uh, recently, I was given a gift card for my birthday. Okay. Okay. Uh, when I went to the store to use it, they said it only had a balance of $1.77. Making me think it was used. Really? You, you, you think it might be used? I don't know. That, that, I don't know. Um, that, yeah. yeah. So he says, what do I do? How do I confront the person who gave it to me and is confronting that person worth $18.25? Oh, so he knows it was a $20 gift card. Okay. <clears throat> Man, that's awful, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Imagine thinking you have all this money and then you're using it and then they say, nope, you don't have enough. You got to gotta give us more. Yeah. I mean, would you confront the guy? I mean, that would be interesting. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would. I'd go up to him and say, why? Just why? I yeah. appreciate the gift card, but why? But maybe he's not into confrontation, you know, because he even says, you know, is it worth doing? I mean, are you going to gonna screw up your, your friendship because okay. of that? Okay, so let's think of some passive-aggressive ways that you can get through this then. Oh, well, I've, I've got one now. Okay. Okay, so, you know, you come back to your friend and you say, hey, I am so thankful for that gift card that I wanted to get you a gift card, okay? And, and you give him a gift card mm -hmm. for $1.78. All right. <laughs> so, but, but here's what you have to do to make it even worse because you went to a store, you go, oh, yeah, okay, I – don't really want that now. So you have to buy it for like, you know, a steakhouse, like a nice steakhouse, like Ruth Chris or something like that. And, you know, you order the food and everything, and then you're going to have to pay for it. Ooh, either that or wash the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of dishes at Ruth Chris too. Um, wow. I did not know you were that devious, Mark. Well, Jim established that I was a twisted genie. Yeah, last week he, so. he did but now you're just twisted um <laughs> that's not granting wishes that's just granting heartache i mean but in this case though somebody gives you a gift card that's got dollar 17 on it or whatever it was that is just rude i mean that's not even yeah it's a dollar 17 you didn't have before but <laughs> it is it is but what are you going to do with that? You know, I mean, yeah, if, if, if somebody said, Hey, here's a gift card and it only has, you know, this amount of money on it, then that's, that's one thing. But when you're thinking it's for 50 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever the case might be. And I don't even know if you can buy a gift, gift card. I don't think you can buy one and just put money on it. I think, you know, it comes in certain forms like 10, 15, 25, 50. You, there's some you can load. I don't know if you can load random amounts. Yeah. But, uh, 
yeah, there's some you can load uh, multiples of five on, but I don't know if you could put a dollar seventeen on one or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure you can either. So you know that leads me to believe yes, it was used. Right, right. So back to your Ruth Chris thing then. So that may be twenty five. So they may be able to get the appetizer. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it for that much. <laughs> oh, but God. make sure you give them a little bit extra than they gave you. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. be the bigger man. Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, so if you need some life advice from us two idiots here, then uh, make sure that you go on Facebook or on Twitter, and uh, we've got a couple places on there that you can, uh, you know, throw those comments up and let us know that you, uh, you know, ha have something for us to work through as the problem solvers. That's what we're here for. <laughs> All right, up next, we're going to talk Saturday morning cartoons. Well, pour yourself a cold bowl of cereal and find a comfortable place on the floor. We're taking a tour of Saturday morning cartoons that we remember and love from our childhood. On those mornings, we brush shoulders with ghost hunters, basketball players, talking chimps, uh, a dog that knew kung fu, and singers, superheroes, and even dinosaurs. There were also dozens of delightful live-action series. What, what do you remember about Saturday mornings, Sean? Oh, Saturday mornings, like you said, the cereal. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, I was a big fan of the uh, Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny and Daffy show, I think is what they called it. Um, and then actually Saturday, now that was Sunday mornings. I was going to go, we used to watch wrestling on the weekends too, but that was Sunday mornings, not Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of cartoons on, on Saturdays, you know, I uh, remember, I remember getting, getting up early, you know, all week we complained cause we had to get up and go to school, right? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and seven o'clock on Saturday morning, you were up you know, getting your Captain Crunch or whatever cereal you liked and, and heading in, turning on the TV. Parents were still sleeping, but man, you know, and, and that occupied your time. Uh, so, I mean, there were some great shows back then and, you know, that's, that's what we're going to discuss. Oh, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you want to you start us off there, Mark, or do you want me to go ahead and start? Yeah, I, I'm going to start off with one because, well, you know, sad news, of course, Ken Spears died mm -hmm. last week. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and he was one of the writers for uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to, you know, so I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to bring that one up. Uh, that, that show started in 1969. That's when it first came out. Holy cow. Yeah, and I mean, it's been like go going ever since. I mean, they've reanimated it. It's been movies. It's been everything else. But Saturday mornings, we would watch that. Of course, Velma, Fred, Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby, you mm -hmm. know, they were hunting ghosts or what they thought were ghosts, paranormal activity that was going on. And, uh, of course, we mentioned the writers, you know, Ken Spears, and uh, Joe Ruby was the other writer on that one. Right. Um, Hanna Barbera, and man, you remember they had such great guest stars on there. Oh yeah, they always had. Yeah. Yeah, they had like Don Knotts was on there. Mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Reed, which I I I don't remember him being on there, but I did go back and and check, and yes, sure enough, 
Uh, and, and they always played themselves. Cass Elliott, Mama Cass. Wow. Was, was Mama a uh, Cass. Yeah. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Weren't the Beatles on there at one point? Uh, no, the, not the Beatles, not the Beatles, the Monkees. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know that the Harlem Globetrotters were on there. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters were everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Winters was on there. Tim Conway. Mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher were on there. That I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, just amazing. Uh, amazing show, you know. But it was always the same thing over and over. And, and, yeah. and you know, why, why these kids were chasing these ghosts around I don't, I don't know for sure no and they got that they have the mystery machine the the colorful 60s van yeah um the scooby snacks I, you know i always thought that was an allegory the van and the scooby snacks and uh you know how they were always coming in and there's a fog you know just kind of an allegory there going on i think oh yeah maybe, you, maybe. i mean especially when you look at shaggy i mean come on i'm not going to be direct <laughs> but come on <laughs> he, he did come across as a beatnik didn't he Oh, yeah, we'll go with Beatnik. Yeah, we can yeah, use that. Yeah. Beatnik. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just, he was. Go ahead. So you talked about the Globetrotters. One cartoon I remember them showing up on was uh, Gilligan's Island, the cartoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was that was another one. That was that was just an extension. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I, that's where I first saw the Harlem Globetrotters in uh, in cartoon form, and I just thought, okay, the Globetrotters got out to the island. That's fine. That's great. They left the island, and we never heard about, you know, them dying at sea. So if the Harlem Trotters could get off the island, why couldn't Gilligan, the skipper, Marianne, uh, the movie star, and I, I'm trying to remember how it goes now. <laughs> the millionaire, and his, millionaire and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Gilligan's Island cartoon, we, I used to watch that as well, too. And yeah, they, they had their share of guest stars. and. How did the guest stars come and go, but they just stayed on the island? Yeah, that's that's strange. I mean, you kind of get it with, you know, Scooby-Doo because, you know, they were not stranded anywhere. No, they traveled no. around. They always, they always, it was always old man Reynolds that was the the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He would have gotten away with, with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> was it for you meddling kids? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Those were great, though. That was, was, you know, that was a great thing. Do you remember that? And I don't know, maybe they had stopped doing that by then, but when they were going to premiere the new cartoon, so the new season was starting. So Friday night, they would have a special on. And I remember this must have been like 1978. So I was almost out of that, but they had R2D2 and C3PO hosting. Oh, wow. uh, This. And uh, so you get to see all the new cartoons that were going to be out the next morning and uh, you get to decide what you want to watch. Cause it was, it was a plan you had to make. You, you had to sit there and go, okay, uh, okay. I can miss this, you know, okay. You know, um, you know, like, you know, Hong Kong fooey, <laughs> uh, but Oh, Bugs Bunny's on at the same time. I want to watch Bugs Bunny, yeah. you know, you flip you through all the channels and yeah. And of course back then it was, to change the channels. Uh, that's that's right. Now well, my grandparents actually had a remote. Ooh. My grandparents actually had a remote. Yeah, was it, was but it, it was like was it was it not tethered. Oh, okay. No, but you had to go through each channel. I mean, it wasn't like oh, you could go, oh no. you know channel you know five. You couldn't put that in, and it was like, and then it would change. <laughs> I could do the dial faster than I could do the buttons. Right. 
And usually we were sitting right in front of the TV. Well, yeah, that's why everybody needs glasses now. Yeah. Um, yeah um, so uh, I was going to go somewhere with that, and I forgot. Okay. So well, one of my uh, first, one of the first ones I remember as a kid. Yeah. And this was this was more of a live action. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was HR Puff and Stuff. Talk about allegories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one freaked me out a little bit when I saw Did it. it. Is oh man! A little, little bit weird. Those those puppets they had. True. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it or was. Anima, I guess animatronics might be a little bit. No, I guess they were puppets, right? Those were. No, those were actually people dressed up. I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, Jimmy, who you know, ended up on Living Island with all of them, and he had a magic flute, and uh, and of course, Witchy Pooh was trying to always steal the uh, the flute. <laughs> yeah and you're gonna tell me they didn't have some help writing those episodes okay uh, <laughs> yeah i know they were they were out there so there was even songs man don't don't you remember they they would sing and everything oh yeah no i remember i remember uh even witchy poo sang so it was <laughs> well if you're gonna go back that far and talk about iconic uh iconic tv shows schoolhouse rock oh yeah yeah you can't get by without not mentioning that I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. <laughs> oh, they had a bunch of them, though. That's, I mean, I think I learned a lot more oh, yeah. there maybe than in school. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was, there was so much. Even I, I, I was watching it in the 80s, and they still – I don't know if it was repeats from, from back in the day or if they were making new ones, but – you know, we made sure we were watching Schoolhouse Rock on Saturdays. That was one of the things we had to watch. Oh, man. Well, I will tell you that recently, uh, I think this was last year, uh, my wife and I went to a play that the middle school here in town mm -hmm. uh, was having, and they were doing Schoolhouse Rock the musical. Oh, wow. And, and you talk about bringing back memories. Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh yeah, that it was just amazing, uh, and those kids did a great job with it too. It was just incredible, mm -hmm. and brought back all those memories. I did like all the ones, you know, you know, elbow room, elbow room. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, sorry, I'm folks. Watch, I'm gonna have to we're watch. We're on this. I'm gonna have to watch a marathon of that once we're done here. Yeah, <laughs> we're singing on this one for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of scary. Like, Look, we can't sing, but at the drop of a hat, we will sing. So, that's a good friend of mine, Ed, and I used to, you know, we we we'd watch HR Puff and stuff, and just, you know, just <laughs> we love the show. Just eat your Doritos and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so some more iconic cartoons: uh, Bugs Bunny and uh, uh, Daffy Show. The Road Run. Yep. And, and then the it was runner, also yeah. Road, yeah, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour. I mean, it changed names throughout yeah, but the time. Basically, but basically the Looney Tunes uh, TV show. Right. You know, there's a lot of that stuff they wrote back then they could not do now. Oh, no, you, that, you are correct. I mean, you've got the one where he and Daffy ended up in uh, the Middle East. And, um, yeah, I, and, you know, they got the guy that's guarding the treasure and... Uh, yeah, it was the whole story of the uh, the uh, the lamp and the forty thieves and all that right, stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But you know, they, he's he's 
Daffy's running away with the treasure and he's got the guy coming after him and Hassan chop. <laughs> you can't do that nowadays. No, they couldn't no, do you... that today. Um, no. cause you know, they yeah. made the guy a monosyllabic, uh, one note character and they couldn't do that now. That that's true. Well, what about like Pepe Le Pew? Oh, well, he, he's, he's just a date rapist. Yeah. He's a, he's a stalker, man. I tell you, I mean, Oh, Menelvik. Uh, I can't do French, but uh, you will come back to me. And all it is is some, any, any time a cat, a black cat goes under a white stripe, you just know Pepe's going to have to be there. Yeah, exactly. Be, he's a French skunk, and they could be in the bayous of, of uh, the south in, here in America, and cat gets white paint on, suddenly Pepe's going to be there for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you had, well, you had Yosemite Sam. Mm-hmm. That rash of fracking rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not sure that uh, some of that stuff would be okay today. I'm not sure. But we grew up with that and we turned out okay. Yeah. Well, that's debatable. But uh, so <laughs> you've got, but even things like, uh, like Porky Pig, they, they couldn't do today because he had a speech impediment. And, oh, true. you know, that would be seen as making fun of, of people. And so they, they couldn't do that today. Although I say they couldn't do that today. I think there's still first run Porky Pig episodes out there on any of the new uh, Looney Tunes shows. I, I think you're right. I, I, I think so. And maybe with him, it's just become iconic. So, you know, he gets well, you dress. talked about a speech impediment. I mean, Elmer Fudd. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! I cannot ever watch opera anymore. I can't. If I hear "Flight of the Valkyries," that oh. it's not. I don't hear it as as. Dun, 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 I hear it as "Killed a Wabbit, Killed a Wabbit." <laughs> yeah, I think I think we got all our first run classical music and <laughs> opera music from you know from from Bugs Bunny oh, or from Looney Tunes. Do you remember when Bugs Bunny was the conductor? And uh, he was messing with the guy that was singing. And so he, uh, and I forget what led up to it, but suddenly Bugs is the conductor. He's had a problem with this guy that's singing. So he starts, you know, doing the stuff with the hands. And the guy's got to go real high and real low. And you remember that. Bugs just kind of wiggles his finger and the guys go, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> and then in the studio, I'm wiggling my finger. Y'all can't see it. But, uh, but then Bugs puts his hand up in the air and the guy has to just hold the note until his hand comes down. You know, Bugs is just keeping it up there, keeping it up there, takes his hand out, glove stays, and, uh, you know, checks the time, puts it back up there. The guy's turning blue, the the cummerbund is rolling up on his tuxedo, and uh, <laughs> finally he just sucks the wind out of the whole place, and the whole place collapses in on <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, one of my favorites. I remember that. Yeah, yeah those, were, those were great cartoons. Yeah, no and, I, you know, they, you still can find them. <laughs> of course, there. the classic line. Uh, I guess I should have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> that, <yeah. laughs> and let's see who else was. Uh, oh, Tweety. Tweety, Tweety Bird. I thought I talked Tweety Tat. Yeah. And of course, you know, Fluffer and Fluck a Tash. Oh, you my know, God. I thought, to, I thought I was going to have to censor that for a minute there, Mark. No. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, Sylvester. Yeah, no, it was Sylvester. No, I, yeah, I, I understood it. It just. With the you know we're again we're not in our main studio so doing this it came out a little different. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear it back on the playback anyway. Oh boy. 
uh, let, let's go a little bit more modern into the uh, TV shows. Um, okay. So a little more into the eighties, uh, they had, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that this was a Saturday morning cartoon, but from all the research I've done, it looks like it was Thundercats. So getting into okay. some action adventure type cartoons. Sure. Sure. Now I didn't watch Thundercats. I was oh my God, older then. Right. So, so I, I missed out on that. Thunder, thunder, thundercats. Ho! <laughs> I just blew out anybody who's wearing headphones. Just blew out all their ears. Oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was basically uh, four or five uh, human cat people. I guess is the best way to say it. They're they're from another planet, obviously. Um, their leader is Lionel, who has the. Uh, I, uh, it's not the eye of the tiger. What is the sword called? I can't remember now. I'm going to call it the eye of the tiger because it's funny and I can't remember the real name. Um, but that was the sword he could, uh, so it, it started out dagger size. And as he was getting ready to fight, he'd do that thunder, thunder, thundercats, ho thing that I did on every strike, it would get larger. And then when he said, ho, it would summon all the other thundercats there. And they, they had Lino, they had Panthro. Tigra, Chitara, and then they had little kids. I don't remember their names. Mm. Um, but it was just, that was fun. I liked that. And they were uh, battling a mummy, Mumra and his minions. Oh, boy. Yeah. See, I don't remember that one. I, I can go back to another action-adventure one, though, that you'll probably remember, too, and that's Super Friends. Oh, yeah. Of course I, re I can do the Super Friends. Yeah, that one came out in 1973. and mm -hmm. uh, I remember Super Friends with uh, Wendy and Marvin and Wonder Dog. <laughs> um you probably remember it with the um wonder twins yeah wonder twin powers unite and then they, have a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a monkey or something didn't they a little yeah i can't remember his name but they definitely yeah they did <laughs> mm. <clears throat> uh, just, you know we you know you'd always hear meanwhile back at the hall of justice <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you know, that, that brings, of course, the other place that they would go to. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. That's right. Yeah, same guy. It, it, was, it was Ted Knight. At least for the first season, he was the announcer. Mm -hmm. Well, you could tell you by know, that voice. There's, there's no yeah. doubt. And uh, Ted Knight from Mary Tyler Moore, in case, you know, he played Ted Baxter. Mm -hmm. but, um, and you might remember him from... What was it Caddyshack, right? Yeah, yes, Caddy, yeah, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. He was the the main. He wasn't the guy. No, 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 no. Was he? No, that wasn't. No, that was that, that was the the younger guy, right? He was the one. Well, yeah, exactly. we're waiting. That's him. <laughs> classic, a uh, classic movie. Classic movie. We might have to bring up sports movies at some point and add that. I don't know. But you know, you had you know Super Friends. You know, you had Superman, Batman. Robin, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Yes. Uh, and, and then as it went on, you got more, I think you had Apache Chief, and they added a bunch of different characters <laughs> in there. Inuak. What was it he said to make himself grow? I can't remember. Oh, I don't even remember. Is Apache but... Chief something. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would grow as tall as a house. Exactly. It's great in this time of year because you could help put up your Christmas lights. <laughs> That's true. Um, so can we go DC on this one and bring up the Amazing Spider-Man and Friends? Well, you'd be going Marvel then. I'm sorry, Marvel. Did I say DC? Yeah, yeah we were in DC. Okay, so go to Marvel and uh, the Amazing Spider-Man and Friends. 
Right. And yeah, you, so you have Spider-Man, Firestar, and Iceman, and they would face the yeah. random villains of the week. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody, when I was in kindergarten, everybody wanted to be Iceman, and I'm not sure why that was. And that, I was in that group. Loved Spider-Man growing up, but man, we wanted to be Iceman. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it was about him other than he was cool, literally. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, he could, he could, you know, put that ice out and, and it was almost like he was surfing on it. And he, he was, he was a cool guy. You always wonder how did he become sisters with fire? I mean, obviously you don't have a choice who your sister is, but it's just weird that you would have the sister that's fire and the brother that's ice. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, another one that going way back in, in, into my childhood was uh, a show. I think it was called Catch That Pigeon, and it, okay. it took place in World War One. And it was this pigeon trying to get messages through. And you had the bad guys who were Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Do you remember Muttley? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Second fucking it was a friend. Like it's like a low rent Yosemite Sam. <laughs> exactly. Now, I but never I, knew. I, I knew. I knew who Muttley was, but I did not. I did not recognize the title of that show, though. I think that's the name of the show. It was either that or it was called. I don't know. I I, I remember that because that was the song. Catch that pigeon. Catch that You're pigeon. Probably right, but yeah, I just I know Muttley. I know that laugh. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, here's another one for you. You'll remember this one. Johnny Quest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Quest. Who didn't watch Johnny Quest? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, when that show came on, you had that spider-looking thing with the eye. Yeah, what was that? I haven't. It was some kind of robot that they fought. There was like a whole army of them, I think. <laughs> and you had uh, Haji and Dr. Quest and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and Race Bannon. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was the bodyguard or who he was exactly, but you know, he was, he was like, you know, the man's man type of guy. <laughs> uh, so you got, you also, the dog was bandit bandit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, then you had the, uh, Dr. Zinn, hard rock, Jesse Bannon. Uh, you mm -hmm. might've said Jesse, I might've missed that. Uh, and Jade. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. That, yep. I do remember that. And they went on all these adventures all over the, the country. Um, and there was always problems oh, wherever they sure. went. Yeah. So you, you know didn't what? want to hang out with the Quest family. Well, uh, I don't know why that just reminded me. This is totally unrelated to Johnny Quest, but the cartoon that was in Pulp Fiction, what was that one? Uh, so the, the cartoon was actually still, but it had human mouths moving. Oh man, I uh, do not remember. What was that? Uh, if we can't figure it out before the end of the show, let us know on Facebook and Twitter what that cartoon was. And it was the one they were showing in Pulp Fiction. Um, man, now I can't remember it. It'll hit us like halfway through the next bit. <laughs> one of us will just shout the name of the show. And uh, yeah, I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find it here and the first thing that came up and i don't know you maybe you can tell me if this is right clutch cargo clutch cargo that was it clutch cargo yeah so i never knew what that show was i never knew what that cartoon was uh so it's a saturday morning cartoon i guess from the 60s 
Um, but yeah, what was creepy about it is I get, they obviously had no budget. The cartoon would be still drawings. And when the characters would talk, they'd have human mouths that talked. So oh, wow. imagine like a green screen around everything but the human being's mouth. And that's what you see moving. Oh, boy. It's just, it was creepy. Oh, man. Creepy. But uh, so Steve Cannon looks like one of the characters in that. That's what made me think of that. <laughs> so what what other ones do you remember, Sean? Uh, well, I was looking through this, and uh, uh, so, uh, of course, there's going to be one more classic that we didn't bring up yet. Oh, the, the Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> The favorite, my favorite thing was because you could use Smurf, the word Smurf as a noun, a verb. Uh, you know, it, it could be any part of a conversation. You could use it as a swear filter. You could. Yes, that's true. You know, smurf that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how'd that song go again? Uh, are you recording this one? No, <laughs> no why not? Na, 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 na. Now, see, you know, that's how it always started. And the, and the Smurfs would be walking around singing that song, right? I know why Gargamel tried to catch him. <laughs> he just wanted them to shut up. Yeah, just stop singing that song. <laughs> Man. Uh, here, here's another one. I, I forgot that this was a Saturday morning cartoon because uh, I usually ended up seeing it on repeats, I think, on Nickelodeon. Um, even okay. though it came out in 83, but... Uh, do 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 inspector gadget oh yeah that's right that's right it was on a saturday morning mm -hmm. now, how many people out there know what that was based off of i th I know you know what that's based off of are you waiting for him to answer you or uh, yeah i'm waiting for the internet to answer me after <laughs> we put this out four days after we record it yes oh okay uh, yeah <laughs> no you know what it, you know it's after get smart that's what it's yeah get smart mm -hmm. modeled after missed it by that much same guy. Yeah, yeah. The Don Adams. Uh, Don, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was Maxwell Smart on Get Smart, and he was Inspector Gadget on, well, Inspector Gadget. But, yeah, you had his daughter, Penny. I think the dog's name was Brain. And uh, they had the, the – I can remember the bad guy was Claw. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next <laughs> time. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good yeah. now. Now we have to um, stop the whole program so Sean can get a drink now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the favorite part of that was he would always get the message that would self-destruct in five seconds. Of course, his boss is giving it to him. His boss is a master camouflage. He'd be inside of a mailbox. He'd be inside of – and when I say mailbox, I don't mean like the blue one. He'd be inside of Inspector Gadget's mailbox with the flag on it. Uh, <laughs> or he'd be, you know, behind a refrigerator. He'd be hiding behind a skinny lamp. Guy weighs like 250 pounds, but he's hiding behind a skinny lamp. You know, cartoon <laughs> logic. And uh, he would hand him the – uh, the mission for the day, and he would read, okay, you need to stop Claw from collapsing the I-95 bridge. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. He'd crumple it up and throw it back, and it would always end up right next to the guy that gave it to him and blow up, and yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Running uh, gag. Yep. Uh, another one. That was mm -hmm. another classic. The Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Meet George Jetson. da 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 da, -da. Oh man, what a, you know, that was an interesting show. We always thought that we would grow up and have flying cars and that folded up into briefcases and and so far that's not happened. So no, I don't know. Not, but now could you imagine flying cars now? It's bad enough on the roads if we add altitude to this. 
No, that would be bad, especially the way they had it set up. And, and they also had police officers that pulled people over. How did they do that? Yeah, I mean. I, In the air. Get over to the shoulder. What shoulder? Yeah. There's no shoulder. <laughs> There's no shoulder. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that was, a, that was a great show. I mean, you know, it was. It was almost like the Flintstones in the future. Well, that's exactly what it was. It was like they had the show, the Flintstones, and they said, let's do that only 4,000 years in the future. Right. Now, I I have to give credit for this. There's a podcast that I listen to. um, I think everybody should listen to it. It's uh, No Instructions. But they did that exact joke that I just did, so I got to give them credit for that. I heard them say that, and you mentioned Jetsons and Flintstones being identical, so I had to throw that in there. Uh, it's Bob Claggett and his friend Josh, and I can't remember Josh's last name. Sorry, Josh. Uh, like, they're going to hear this. Uh, so well, they might. You never know. But, uh, yeah, so they use that joke, so I'm going to give them the credit for it. <laughs> and uh, George worked for... Uh, Spacely it? Sprockets. Right. And their competitor was? Oh, God. You would put me on the spot like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was it? Cogsworth's Cogs. Cogs, yeah. And of course, every week, Jetson, you're fired. <laughs> and then you do these cartoon voices back. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up listening to these. Um, you know, they had the robot butler, uh, Judy. No, Judy. No, that was the daughter. daughter. Yeah, Rosie. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Astro was- the dog. Astro. Uh, didn't they have? Didn't they actually have a, a song that charted? Row, row, yeah, row, <laughs> uh, Didn't didn't the Jetsons actually have a song that charted in the sixties? You know, I don't know if that song charted or not. I I know that they at one time they had like a guest star on there uh, that was supposed to be like a uh, rock singer or you know a pop mm-hmm. singer. And uh, it was like eek, op, oop, bop, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it might have charted. I don't know. We'll have to check that out and see. Uh, going, going back to some time. This is going back to before your time, but I think it's another classroom we have to bring out. Yogi Bear, smarter than the average ranger. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yogi Bear. And I remember Yogi. watching those. Uh, and actually, they were on um, during uh, our time. They... Oh, yeah, they did they have were. those on Saturday mornings because uh, I remember one time, and I guess this would have been maybe around 76 or something. I mean, Yogi Bear in space. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There's no picnic baskets there. No, there's not. There's not. There's I mean, we space. had a whole lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, the Archies were on. And, the Archies. <laughs> and, and, and in 76, I mean, they were going right along with the Bicentennial. And it was, you know, Archie back in time. So they were like in different time periods through the United States. It's history. Um, so uh, just to refresh my memory, I'm looking through websites while, while we're talking here. Um, here's one we didn't think about, the Magic School Bus. Oh, the Magic School Bus. Now, was that a Saturday morning thing? I, I see that was after me. You know, yeah, after it, it was Saturday mornings, but it was, it was uh, like 94. So it was kind of after me too, but... It's it's got such a pop culture reference now. I think I've I've heard references to it in different shows throughout the years. Yeah, Miss Frizzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's a school teacher, so I know this uh, because uh, I think she plays some of those for the kids. <laughs> uh, looking through this list, they've got some on here that I don't think. 
Okay, so I need to get a different list. This list has The Simpsons down as a Saturday morning cartoon, and we know that ain't right. Yeah, that's not right. Now, we talked about Hong Kong Fooey. We did talk about Hong Kong Fooey, yeah. Yeah, and he was, he was a dog. He was a janitor. That, right. Uh, that, that was also a superhero. Um, that he, uh, it, he, that only lasted one season, though. It was only out one season. Man, I wouldn't have known that. Yep. Uh, one of the other shows that I remember, I'll go way back, and that's the Banana Splits. We talked about them on a previous episode um, because you were talking about the um, – Oh, my God, the campy that they made, movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, my but, God. Just, just the clips I've seen are hilarious, though. And that was all filmed, like, like not the horror movie, but the original one was all filmed out of uh, Texas Six Flags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, were they, were they like animatronics like Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese? Back then, no, were they, they people in suits? They were people in, okay. They were people in suits, yeah. In fact, I remember going to Six Flags, uh, even in St. Louis, and those they had the characters there. But some of the great things that were in there, they had cartoons they showed during the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, because the Banana Splits were like a band. Right, were, right. No, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, and I think it was almost trying to play off the monkeys for kids. I could see so, that. Because if you I watch some of the antics, you know, them, them, driving around the amusement park in these little buggies and, and, and stuff. And I, I believe it was set up that way, but they had cartoons in there too. And I remember those and you waited for those and you hope they had them on, you know, that Saturday morning. But yeah, I remember like the Arabian nights and they had the three musketeers. And then there was a live action one called danger Island. <laughs> uh, so I just found another old one. Um, I don't know how much of this I want to bring up though, because Obviously, with who created this, I don't want to give them too much publicity, but hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I mean, that was a classic back then. It Bad was a classic, and it was a good show, but man, the guy that we, we, we all know who created it. I used to idolize this guy, and I'm not going to give him any more publicity, but you can look it up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great show. It always had a good moral mm -hmm. at the end of the show, and uh, you know, just just uh it, it was a good show I, i'll say that yeah we won't give him any more credit than that but yeah and uh, I, I was trying to look through too um because that was really the ones that i had as far as that really uh oh the pink panther show oh <laughs> that's you know we had inspector Clouseau. yes Inspector. Oh, you know, you just, well, go ahead. Keep on with that. And then I'll bring up the one that I thought of. Well, you know, Rich Little was one of the voices in the Pink Panther. I, can see I don't know. Which, being, I don't I don't know which one he did though. I can see him being many of the voices in, in anything. That could be. I mean, you know, he, he, he could do, he could do anything. It seemed like. You saying that, I don't know how it reminded me of it. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle, yeah. yeah. Then they were a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. They were, yeah. Oh, they were. And this is funny to me because I was at my chiropractor yesterday. Uh, and they they also have a podcast and they listen to our podcast too. So hey, Dr. Fink. Uh Dr. Josh Fink and Matt Fink. But Josh, what did you call him? He's a Fink. That's his last name. Oh, that's his last name. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh they were talking about how they have to have uh uh, the, when they have their chair services, their, their tables serviced, that they only have one place that can service it. And the guy they send over is this big Russian dude. He comes in, I take part. 
I bring it back. And so I said, oh, does he go? I talked to, I talked to uh, Squirrel. Moose and, and Squirrel. Moose and Squirrel and get it fixed. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. And, and uh, does he have a girlfriend named Natasha? Gosh, yeah. But yeah, just watching Rocky and Bullwinkle. And now here's something we hope you'll really enjoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Flying yeah. Squirrel, yeah. You know, you know, I wonder if uh, – uh, no, I'm not going to go there. I was going to make a uh, – I was going to try and combine the moose and then with uh, – uh, what was that, vacation? The moose outside should have told you about Oh, yeah, the moose outside. Yeah, moose outside should have told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. Well, you know, something that was in that, and we talked about this not too long ago. We were joking around. When we were doing our 80s show, we were talking about the Wayback Machine mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody and Sherman, yeah. yeah. And, his, and his boy Sherman. <laughs> and they would go on all those adventures in the Wayback Machine and, 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 and just, uh, yeah, that was part of the Bullwinkle and Rocky show. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, one of the other ones I remember, we talked about the Archies. Now, the Archies had two spinoffs that happened. So you had Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, my God. I forgot that came from my Archies. Yeah. Right. And then later on, uh, it was Sabrina and the, the Teenage Witch and the Groovy Ghoulies. I have not heard of that one. I must yes. be behind the times. Okay. So, <laughs> so with the Groovy Ghoulies, you had like Drac and Frank and Mumps and Wolfie. And they oh, were Drac a band. Was Guardian of the Galaxy. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's they, Drax. That's Drax, right? Drax. Yeah. They, uh, uh, they had a band. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was such a cool thing. And, and I was young at the time when that, and uh, a buddy of mine and I, we collected all the little figurines. I still have two of them left. Yeah. Uh, I have Drac and I have uh, Frankie. Yeah, see if they're worth anything. I, yeah, I need to, I need to find out. I don't know if I'd get rid of those because those do bring back a lot of memories from right. childhood. Another cartoon to bring an earworm into your head. Alvin, Simon, Diego, oh, <laughs> we're the chipmunks. Oh, man. My sister used to watch that show all the time. I remember going out and buying her all the little chipmunk um, stuffed animals for her birthday. Mm-hmm. One and um, I do remember that show. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and I bet you there's, there's a whole bunch that we're not touching on. I mean, I can think of. Well, I was going to bring one up. Oh yeah, I was going to bring one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was one, and and I know when I was little, it was it was really an interesting one. It was called Underdog. Do you remember that? Oh, There's underdog. no need to fear. Underdog, underdog is, is here. here. I was going to bring that up when you brought up uh, the other dog uh, a little while ago. When you brought up oh, uh, yeah. Hong Kong Fui, I was going to bring him up. Oh yeah, Underdog. So uh, Wally Cox did the voice of that. So. And then they did the movie, <clears throat> and they shouldn't have done the movie. They should not have done the movie. You are correct. And the movie flopped hard. <laughs> Cartoon was awesome. Movie flopped hard. And yeah, and, and like I said, I know there's a bunch we're not bringing up. You know, there's some Hannibal. Well, let's Hannibal. let's just run through some. That I know we're not going to have time to talk about, but you know, just to throw them out there and people can remember. Uh, Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Okay, I've got to do my impression. We got one. We I have to do my impression on that one. You knew this was coming, right. didn't you? Yeah, I, I Captain Cave. Again, everybody with earphones, I apologize. Yeah, okay. Uh, Wacky Racers. Yeah. Uh, Speed Buggy. 
I remember that. I don't remember the name of the show. Okay. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Yeah, I was going yeah. I was going to wonder if you were going to bring that one up. Yeah. Yep, Speed Racer, uh, the Grape Ape show. <laughs> Grape Ape. Remember yeah. that? Grape Ape? Yeah. <laughs> and you brought this one up and I'm surprised you didn't bring it back up in this segment. I know exactly what you're going to say. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Curly as a shark is basically what Jabberjaw is. Basically. Didn't basically. he even do the nyuk, 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 nyuk? I believe he did. I, I, I believe you are correct. I even still remember the theme song. Jabber, 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 jaw. Most yep. futuristic shock you ever saw. <laughs> oh and I did God. find out the name of that uh, Catch That Pigeon. That was the song, but it was called Dastardly and Muttley. In their flying machines. Yeah, I still wouldn't. I, that was I, way. That was before your time. It was gone by the time. That oh yeah, but I, I remember the dog movie. though. Yep. Yeah, oh, because yeah. they were on other things. Yeah. And then there's one. There's one cartoon I was going to bring up just because it would have been another earworm, but uh, it's from my time and not your time. But uh, kid video. So it was one of those that started off as real. You know, it's real people, and the kid looks into his mirror, and then they end up in the cartoon world. And uh, they had the theme song, and all I can remember from the theme song is, from my video to my radio. Uh, but they were transported into this cartoon world. They had to – they were a band. The, the, the kid video was a band. So uh, they had to fight this – I can't even remember who the evil guy was, but it was all music-based – but the one thing I remember is they had a, a fairy that could help them, but the only way she could work her magic was if she sneezed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was just another one out there that put a, put another earworm in your head. Oh yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> uh, so that was a great walk down memory lane. I enjoyed that. It was, it was. Yeah. We're glad that you came along with us and we hope you enjoyed it. Put down your favorite uh, cartoon you remember from Saturday mornings and, uh, and, and let us know that as well. And don't forget, uh, to, you know, like us on Facebook and stuff, but um, just um, uh, coming up high five, low five, Sean, what is our topic today? Today it's gangster movies, favorite and least favorite. All right. Coming up next. High five, low five time. And this, we're going to make you an offer that you can't refuse. Or I Who's guess that? You can, it's your choice. Uh, but <laughs> we're going to do high five, low five gangster movies. So in this, the high five is our favorite gangster movies. And the low five, obviously, our least favorite gangster movies. And I know we're going to have. Oh, man, I got that messed up. Oh, oh no, no, I, oh, no, never mind. I got it right. Never mind. So anyway, I know we're gonna we're gonna have the same sh shows on at some of these, so that's just an inevitability. But um, so um, why don't you go ahead and start, Mark, with uh, your number five favorite movie? Okay, I didn't really list them like okay, that. Okay. I, I just kind of listed the five that I really liked. Okay, and then I went with five that I didn't like. I didn't really have any particular gotcha. order okay. uh, for this one, but. The first one uh, that that I I thought of was <laughs> old movie. Sorry, I'm big fan of old movies, and I think the gangsters back then were 
really something. So, uh, so 1938, uh, Angels with Dirty Faces. <laughs> Anybody that watched uh, holiday movies in the late 80s, early 90s knows exactly why I'm laughing at that. Yeah, and that's the scene in Home Alone where Kevin uses the video for the pizza guy and then the robbers later on, you know, keep did, the change, you filthy animals. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you want to do the impression? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, my but God. How can, you go wrong, how, how can you go wrong with a gangster movie that has James Cagney, Pat O'Brien, and Humphrey Bogart in it? You can't. That That's just a classic cast right there. Yeah, and so, I mean, so that 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 was my first pick. Okay, I'm going to go in order with mine just because I ordered them, but I know that that might bring, mean that you got one coming up too. Uh, so me, my number five one was The Departed. And the reason I've got that on there is uh, not only the cast, you, you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Alec Baldwin, and of course Jack Nicholson as the, uh, as the heavy, the big boss gangster. But the, what makes this movie so good is you've got the – bad guy who's the cop who's the officer and he's the the high-ranking you know hero officer um but he's a bad guy he's he's got ties in with jack nicholas uh, jack nicholson jack Nich he's also got ties with jack nicholas he gets good good uh green times uh <laughs> then you've got and that's matt damon and I, spoilers by the way spoilers um then you've got leonardo caprio who's a good cop he's undercover though and so he's in Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson's gang. Okay. And then all, and, but nobody knows except for a few people, of course. So, you know, Matt Damon and Alec Baldwin's crew is uh, trying, well, Alec Baldwin is anyway, trying to, you know, get evidence to uh, arrest and convict, uh, you know, Nicholson. And uh, he thinks Matt Damon's helping him. Matt Damon's not really helping him. Uh, but they don't know that Leo DiCaprio's on their side, and yeah, it's just it. It's one of those. It's got a whole lot of plot twists, but they're good plot twists. They're not just twists for the sake of twists, and yeah. it's just got a good story. It's really awesome. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it too. That was one I was forgetting. Mark Wahlberg. Ah, okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, my next one is The Public Enemy. Okay. Uh, not 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 the Michael Mann film starring Johnny Depp, where he played <laughs> John Dillinger. Uh, this is the one from 1934, going back in time again. Uh, it's a story of uh, Tom Powers, another prohibition gangster, played by James Cagney. So That's once again, you know James. Yeah, there's a theme here. Um, and then you had um, uh, Gene Harlow was in it. So you know one of the bombshells from back then. Yeah. And uh, um, Edwin Wood, or yeah, Edward Woods was okay. in it as well. And I, I, I thought I. I listed him because I have to ask. So he played a character called Matt Doyle. Any relation? Uh, no, but I have a cousin with that name. So how you oh, doing, really? Matt? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he, maybe he's related. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So number four on my list, and I can't believe I had it this far down, but I, looking at my other three, yeah, for me, this is number four, The Godfather. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously a classic Marlon Brando. That's uh, the line I gave at the beginning. That's where that comes from. Yeah. You Francis know. Ford Coppola. Uh -huh. You come to me the day of my daughter's wedding and you ask me for this favor. Yeah. yeah. Well, who was that? It was classic. That, that was Cher. <laughs> that was Cher. Um, 
but you know, it just the movie starts off with that classic scene. Uh, well, it doesn't start off, but it's before the credits uh, where the the horse head ends up in the bed. Oh and yeah, I, I don't right. think I'm spoiling everything. I think everybody knows about the horse head in the bed. Well, it came out in 1972, so, so I'm you haven't seen sure it. Yet, seen it. Right, um, just a classic. It's not a true story, but it's a good story. Right. Well, that that is my next one was okay. the Godfather as well. So uh, you, you mentioned Marlon Brando, but man, that look at the cast they had: Al Pacino, uh, James Caan. Yeah, James Caan. Uh, yes, James Caan uh, underrated in that movie. He did a. Re- oh my God, his acting in that movie was awesome. Diane Keaton was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abe Vigoda. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was. That's right. Uh, Robert Duvall. That's the guy I bought my house from. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you say Robert Duvall and we're talking about The Godfather. I'm sorry, I got a DV and you know exactly where I'm going with this. I think I know where you're going. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. So I'm a huge Family Guy fan, as, as you know. And uh, they got that episode where they have a panic room. And of course, Peter Griffin, the idiot dad, he fit in well with this group. Um, he accidentally sets off the sprinklers in the room. And so the panic room starts filling up with water. And so they think they're going to die. So they're telling stories so that, you know, to pass the time. And uh, he goes, well, now that we're about, and so at this point, the water's up to their necks. They're got their heads just above water. He goes, well, we're about to die. So I guess there's one last thing I got to get off my chest. I did not care for the Godfather. And so they're just, they're going off on him. They can't believe it. And, Chris's son's going through the cast. He goes, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Diane Keaton, Robert Duvall. <laughs> just seems that. <laughs> and then they ask, how can you not like that movie? And his answer, I love the money pit. That is my answer to that statement. Oh, geez. So, sorry, I know I sidetracked us there, but I, you well, guys I was going to throw that in. <laughs> I, think, I think you just mentioned De Niro. He was in it, yeah. And uh, Andy Garcia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that was those were the sequels, I think. But yeah, 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 yeah. But um, just yeah, in the franchise, they were in the franchise. I'm trying to think though. I think he might have been in the first one. I'm the not Nero sure. I'm gonna have to go Nero back. Might have been, but Andy, Andy Garcia, I think, would have been a little young to be in it. Um, okay. De Niro might have been though. I think De Niro was. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so that was your third one. So now we're on to me. Casino. Okay, good movie. So big Martin Scorsese fan. Obviously, a huge De Niro fan, huge Pesci fan. Uh, just that movie, he's, it's, so De Niro's the very anal retentive. If you had a lump of charcoal and put it somewhere on him, in a, two weeks you'd get a diamond, that kind of character. Um, and uh, he's running the casino, but he, he's not supposed to be because of his ties to the mafia. So he's got some kind of phantom title. And uh, he's married to Sharon Stone. So, you know, he's got that added stress. And uh, his buddy is Tony. Uh, the real ca- the real gangster's name is Tony Spilatro. I can't remember what the character's name is in Casino, but Pesci plays him. Um, but uh, Robert De Niro's right-hand man in that movie is Don Rickles. So it's weird seeing him in a serious role where he's not just, just you know, riffing on people. Um, right. And actually, Tommy Smothers is in it. He's, uh, oh, he that's right. He's a congressman. I think it's Tommy Smothers. Is it Tommy or is it? Uh, oh, it might have been Dick Smothers. It, it, it was Dick Smothers because Tommy's the yeah. the one that's bald now. 
Um, right, yeah, the one with the mustache, yeah. Right. And, you know, just that cast. And, uh, of course, the guy that's in every everything that's gangster, Frank Vincent, he's just in everything mm-hmm. gangster. He's, he's now since passed, but from everything from he's, – he's just in everything. Uh, just a real good – it's, you know, a good three-hour movie, but, uh, yeah, it's worth it's worth the watch. Hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, my next one is from 1971, The French Connection. Ah, yes. You think this would I'm be not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I mean, you know, Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, playing Popeye Doyle. Yeah, you would think this would be on my list, wouldn't you, with that? Yeah, and uh, Roy Schreider was in that too. He was, he was. He didn't need a bigger boat. No. No, he did uh, not. Now, isn't that the movie that's basically credited with if not starting, at least popularizing the car chase scenes in movies? I believe that is. I uh, That one certainly had a lot of car chase scenes. And, in it. and epic car chases. I mean, you pick any of the car chases out of that movie, it still fits in anything you could make today. Oh, yeah, definitely so. All right. Okay, so for me, number two, say hello to my little friend, Scarface. <laughs> Again, Cher made an appearance. I get it, right? Um, and I, I've done a lot of voices in this episode, but they're all Cher. I don't get it. Anyway. Uh, oh, no, your cartoon ones were spot on. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so <laughs> Scarface, uh, just, you know, a masterpiece of a film. Uh, a lot of F-bombs. whole lot of F-bombs. Uh, if you don't I'll- want all those F-bombs, then you can watch the one from 1930-something. Yeah. I, I think it's 1932. Yeah, and it was it was to say that the Al Pacino Scarface is based off the 1932 Scarface is a stretch. They're both yeah. named Scarface. They both have the world that you know, and, uh, the world and everything in it, or uh, the world is yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and they both, you know, spoiler again, they both die at the end. Right. Um, but so it's uh, loosely based off of that one, but very done its own, but 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 done its own way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so but even when it it just shows him from the ground up when he first comes into America, he's taken to Freedom Town, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically a uh, refugee camp for lack of a better term. That's I don't know if that's the correct term, but that's uh, where they had him. They had the uh, Tony Montana. Uh, they are able to get free from there by by doing a hit for somebody. Uh, then they just work their way up the up the chain until Tony's a big bad mob guy and he's in charge but you know he's a cocaine dealer and uh, the big rule is don't get high on your own supply and he broke that rule (laughs) he broke that rule hard one of the most one of the biggest scenes in there he's just got a big old pile on his desk right of the yayo as they call it in that movie the yayo big old pile on his desk like it's got to be like six inches tall and he just sticks his face right in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, 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 I remember that. The rumor is that it was powdered milk on the set and I, God, I hope so. Cause otherwise I'll, that could explain why Al Pacino's the way he is now. Hoo-ah! <laughs> that could be, that could be. All right. And your number one or the next, the last movie. Right. My last one, uh, 1949, uh, white heat. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, gang leader Cody Jarrett, played by James Cagney. I uh, sense, he, a, he, that, yeah. sense a theme here, yeah. Yeah, he, 
he, he lives for his mother and he's planning heists between, you know, um, just having these headaches and things. Uh, anyway, great final scene. And, and, and I think this is one of those classic lines from a movie. It's like, made it, mom. Top oh, of the yeah. world. Yes, yes. And then, of I course, then he gets, yeah. oh, spoiler alert, then he gets killed. Yeah. Well, of course, that's, that's a gangster movie. All right, so my number one, and I don't think this is any surprise to anybody that knows me, Goodfellas. 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 What, you think you're funny? You think you're a clown? <laughs> Am I here to amuse you? Am I here to make you laugh? Uh, yes, that's seen. what you're here for. Improv a lot of improv improvisations in that movie, but that was the main one that everybody knows. Uh, I, I'm fond of one earlier in the film when Harry, when Harry, when Henry is still a kid, and he's just running errands for the gangsters. But uh, his dad finds out that he's skipping school to hang out with the gangsters, so he he beats him, and so he goes to the gangsters. He's like, I can't do any more deliveries. Guy goes, No, you're gonna mess everything up. He doesn't say mess, but this is a you know family right. show, and uh, so he takes him. To he, he takes him out in the street and he finds the mailman that delivered the delinquent letter to his dad. So the mobsters grab this guy up, they put him in the car, bring him to the pizza place that uh, one of the gangsters owns. And uh, they open up the pizza thing and they threaten to throw him in there. And uh, Tootie, the main big guy's brother, comes in and goes, you know this kid? You know where he lives? You deliver mail to his house? Well, from now on, any letter from that school comes directly here, you understand? If another letter from that school goes to that kid's house in the hmm oven, you're going to go head first. I just love that. <laughs> I love that line. Oh, boy. And they're doing this with people in the studio or people in the restaurant. People are just oh, watching this and they don't care. They're gangsters. Oh. And of course, it follows Henry as he rises up as far as he can go. He can't be a made man because he's Irish. But as far as he can go in the crime family, I think it was Lucchese crime family. Then eventually, of course, gets high on drugs, becomes a drug dealer, gets high on his own supply. Um, and rather than face life in jail, he gives up everybody, becomes a rat. And that's where the film ends. Just oh shows him on his, his witness relocation thing. And he goes, I got to live the rest of my life like a schmuck. Mm -hmm. And then a uh, little bit of trivia. The last shot in the movie is Joe Pesci, uh, whose character was murdered before this. But he's wearing like a 1960s, 1940s, maybe gangsters motif. You know, he's got the the fedora and the the pinstripe zoot suit. And he points his gun at the camera and shoots. You know what that's a reference to? No, what was that? Uh, silent movie, The Great Train Robbery. Oh, okay. At the very end of that movie, one of the one of the guys there just you know as a looked like a lot like Yosemite Sam in the footage I saw actually uh, does that. He points his gun at the and shoots at the camera at the end. Oh, wow. I did not know that. All right. Now, shall we go on to the painful part? Yeah, this is a painful part. And I know I know we have at least one that matches here. We have to. Oh, I'm sure we do. So go ahead with your first one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Gotti. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to join in, and, and we'll just, to lessen the pain, we'll just both talk about Gotti. He, Gotti's on my list, too, so... Um, yeah, so from 2017, uh, man, Travolta and his crew butchered that movie. It was I awful. Mean, Everybody, I had not seen this movie before last weekend. Uh, in preparation for this show, I was like, okay, I got to watch some bad gangster movies. I put on Gotti. I actually <laughs> rented Gotti. 
I pay two ninety nine to torture myself with this movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. think if they would have had Robert De Niro in there playing the role, it, it certainly would have been better. And, 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 and if they would have gotten Scorsese to go ahead and mm-hmm. sit in the director's chair on that, um, I think they might have had an Academy Award nomination for that one. But I got to see if I still have the text I was sending you while I was watching it, Mark. I was texting Mark while I was watching it because he knew, you know, I was researching the show. I was going off on the soundtrack. I could not stand the soundtrack. And it's not the songs I didn't like, but that they didn't fit in there. They had Duran Duran. Right. And uh, what was the other song that I said? That oh. was in there. It's like, what is that doing in there? Yeah, I don't remember what you... Oh, West End Girls. That's it. Yeah, we were talking West about End that. West End Girls and uh, Duran Duran, Ordinary World in a Gangster Movie. It just... Why? Yeah. It doesn't fit. They were showing the 80s, I guess, and that's what they were trying to go with, but I think they could have picked better songs for it. Oh, oh <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean... So that one's on your list as well. Yeah, Dirk Homasar would have been better, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that worked out better. Dirk Homasar, oh, oh, don't turn around. See, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was on my list. So I'll go to the next one that I think is on both our lists, and we can just cut this out. Yeah, then we can get those out of the way, yeah. The Gang Who Couldn't Shoot Straight. Oh, yeah. Now, I hadn't seen this one either, and I heard it was a bad one, but then I looked and who was in it. And uh, the two names that I recognize right off the bat, obviously Robert De Niro, I think in his first main role, it may not have been his first movie, but it's his first big role. And uh, Jerry Arbach, who a lot of people may not recognize the name, but if I say Lenny Briscoe or the dad in Dirty Dancing, now you've got the picture in your head of who Jerry Arbach is. Yep. And so I thought that cast, how is this a bad movie? It was a bad movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It I mean, I mean, I don't know how De Niro found himself in that movie. I mean, that it, it just uh, he played a thief. He played a thief from Italy, and I think I guess it's good that he didn't talk that much because that supposed to be native Italian accent was not good. No, and uh, you, know, you, you can say this about it though: the man that has always starred in the best mob films was also in one of the worst. Yeah, yeah, definitely was. And of course, there is some quotable stuff from this, but I don't know how good quotable it is. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and uh, you better watch your ass. His mom, uh, uh, Jerry Arbach's mom, would always say that in the film. You better watch your ass. Ooh. Oh, uh, man. So uh, we got two of ours out of the way. Let's yeah, see what we got yeah. here. What's your next one, Mark? Uh, the next one I have on my list is from 1991. It's Mobsters. Okay, I have not seen mm. Mobsters, and yeah. being where yeah. it is on your list, I hope I don't have or have to see it. Yeah, you know, it, it, well, you know, it's never a bad idea to put fictional historical mm-hmm. figures into a movie, right? Right. Um, sadly, man, they did it all wrong, and I just, <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, just not, not one of my favorites. You know, that, that reminds me of a movie I started to watch and I didn't finish watching it. It could have ended up on my list and it didn't. Uh, Mobster Squad. Oh, you know, that's on my list. So. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know what? I know we're going out of order, but why don't you go ahead and take that since we brought it up? 
Yeah, Moffs. Uh, Moff, no, it was not. It was Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. Thank you. I was yeah, mixing that Gangster up with the Squad. with the '80s kids movie Monster. Yeah, that's Squad. Sean. Yeah, Sean Penn was in that. He plays the yeah. mob boss in that. Um, I mean, you know, you think about it with a name like Gangster Squad. You know, mm-hmm. you really. Um, I I don't know. Maybe 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 that's like taking a boxing movie and calling it fight. <laughs> Or or a, or a movie about a soldier and call it war. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should have saw this coming, but you know, it, it just really lacked creativity whatsoever. I mean, see a Santa movie, call it Ho. Oh no, wait, no. Yeah, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. That's that's a different movie. Um, I started to watch that. That was going to be the third one. I started to watch it, and it wasn't as far as I got. It wasn't bad, but it was so slow. I got to the point well, Gosling where, was in that too, wasn't he? Who was? Gosling? Yeah, Ryan what? Gosling. Yeah. I got to the point where he is talking to Emma Stone at the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that's not that far into it, obviously. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I could have probably gotten into the Sean Penn character. He's playing, uh, oh, what was the gangster's name? Mickey, was it Mickey Cohen? Oh, Cohen, yeah. Mickey Cohen, yeah. Um, I'm a little bit of a gangster fan, so I kind of know some of the stuff, but he was playing it up too campy from what I saw. It was just a little bit too campy and the makeup on him, the makeup was just, it, it reminded me of a Dick Tracy. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. It was like so, overly exaggerated, overly exaggerated wrinkles and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't care for that movie at all. All right, so since you did two in a row, I'll do two in a row. Uh, okay. So uh, for me, uh, now if Peter Griffin had said this movie when they were in there, he might have gotten some traction. Did not care for The Godfather 3. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, you get back to uh, Robert De Niro in that one, and uh, I mean, it wasn't his worst movie ever, but just Godfather 2 was so good. So mm-hmm. I had high hopes for Godfather 3, and maybe that's why it's on my list. Because Godfather 1, classic. Godfather 2, epic. Godfather 3, toilet bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just, that was a money grab, and that's pure and simple. Pure and simple money grab. Um, <laughs> so I'll throw this one in here. It's the first comedy one I've thrown in here. Or second, I guess, because the guy you couldn't shoot straight's a comedy. Right. Uh, Corky Romano. Anything, okay. Chris, anything Chris Catan does, I, I thought he was funny for a minute, I guess. I went and saw this in the theater, and I just... It was so annoying. So the only good part about it was Columbo was in it. That's true. Peter, Peter Falk, Falk, he's the crime boss. And he's actually pretty funny in it. But yeah. he's the only thing that's funny in it. It was just a comedy gangster movie with a guy from Saturday Night Live who played Mongo. Right. Or no, was it Mongo or was it Mango? Mango. No, Mango. Mango. Mongo is only pawn in Game of Life. Mango is Chris Catan. Right. And just, nah just annoyance annoyance uh so i think we got one more left each yes okay what's your last one Uh, sir my my last one we this is a comedy uh it's called city heat came out in 1984 (laughs) i originally liked it at first because you know with the cast like clint eastwood Mm -hmm. and burt reynolds um it was it was pretty good i you know i remember uh clint eastwood coming in a guy was playing pool and uh clint eastwood walked up to him because they needed to get in to see you know this boss or whatever 
and he was kind of the guy playing pool was the bodyguard and Clint Eastwood goes, Hey, how about a game of sleeper? And the guy goes, sleeper. I've never heard of it. He goes, that's where you go ahead and make your shot. And then he hits him with a cue stick and he goes, and I put you to sleep. (laughs) I mean, you know, there was some funny, there was certainly funny things in there. And I remember seeing it with my buddy Rick and you know, it was funny at the time, but I've rewatched it. And you know, with all the stuff that um, Clint Eastwood's done in mm-hmm. his life, all the good things, uh, this was probably not a good, no, good no, one no. for him. So yeah. that that was my last one. Okay, my last one. Um, I love the original movie that this came from. The original movie was uh, Get Shorty, um, which you know it's uh, John Travolta, uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, who's the guy from Crime Story, Mark? I'm forgetting his name. Oh, um, uh, God. Um, hey, I can picture him right now. In Crime Story, he's the bat. He's the big mob boss in Midnight Run. I can't think of his name now. Uh, anyway, he's he's the he's the inept, but now head of a crime, bo- uh, second in command of a crime lord. Anyway, so that's the original movie. Great movie. Get Shorty. The follow up, Be Cool, is awful. It's just awful. Uh, Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. Denny. Yeah, Dennis Farina. But yeah, Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty. Just awful. Here's all I have to say about it. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson as a hairdresser. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said, really. Uh, That and it was just just silly, pointless. It ends up like in a stage show. It's just not good. It's not good. As good as Get Shorty was is as bad as Be Cool is. Yeah. That yeah, I have to agree. Did that make any sense there? I don't know if that made sense. Uh, it anyway. did. It made a sense. Yeah, it made sense. <laughs> All right. So that's another high five, low five. And oh, wait, you had an honorary mention in this one. Oh, we do. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. Yes. Yes. Johnny Dangerously. You shouldn't kick me in the balls, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Kelly. My mother kicked me in the balls once. Ooh. <laughs> I just love that movie. Oh, that was a great movie. Um, I mean, I I thought about putting it on my top five, but uh, I figured you would, so I just didn't. Yeah, I was going to. Too many. I was going to. I really was going to, but Departed beat it out. So, Um, yeah, yeah, you got uh, Michael Keaton, and then you got uh, Joe. uh, Oh God, what is Joe's last name? P. Uh, Piscopo. Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Yeah, he's the guy that uh, you shouldn't. Whatever. My yeah. mother did that to me once. Once. That's right. <laughs> and there's that classic line. My my mother kicked me in the balls once, Mrs. Kelly. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's slapstick comedy. It's basically, to me, it's basically what would happen if the guys who wrote Airplane wrote a, wrote a uh, gangster comedy. And that might be what happened. I don't know. I don't remember who wrote it, but that's, it's kind of a naked gun of gangster movies, I think. Oh, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this show. Uh, yeah, we've got, uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on Twitter at Randomosity Pod and also on Facebook at Randomosity with Sean and Mark. And then also um, go ahead and follow us on there. And, you know, also follow us and subscribe on the, whatever podcast you listen to this program on. Uh, it helps us out as we go through. And coming up 
next week, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be um, that'll be uh, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so gotta, I think I think we should do a draft of our favorite Thanksgiving side dishes. All right. Yeah, we could do that. We could yeah, do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And how about um, we do a uh, just we'll just come up with some random topics that we want to talk about, yeah. and, and if we see some that come up online, mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably throw some of those in there as well. Yeah. And then and then and Sean, I want you to come up with something special too. Oh, I've already got some uh, ideas. Next I got week. an idea. I already oh. got an idea that I've been working out in my head. I I, I think it'll be great. It's gonna be great. Okay. I can't, All t- right. I can't well, tell you what it is, so you'll find out. You'll find out the day of the recording. Oh boy. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm <laughs> kind of a little excited about it. So let, let, let's hope so. It's, oh, you should be very it's excited. Be good. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another show. So until next week, have yourself a good week. Later. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you being with us, idiots here. Tell your friends and family about the podcast, and to see what other nonsense we're up to, check us out on Facebook at Randomosity with Sean and Mark. And remember, we're idiots. What do we know? We're idiots.